Welcome back, haters. We're back with another episode of You Hate to See It, where we talk about all the shows and movies you love and hate to see. I'm KP, and as always, I'm here with the magic man, Mikey Dimes. Mikey Dimes, what's up, everybody? I'm here with our chief hater, a.k.a. Dr. Hate, D-Wild. What's up, baby? Dr. Hate, Dr. Fate, man. Y'all gonna be upset today. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm here with the movie man, Tommy Scorsese. What's up, brother? It's popping family. And we've got a very, 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 very special episode today because, man, for the very last time, it's a lot of varies. Maybe not for the last time. I'm sure it'll come up again. But for the last time, for the foreseeable future, we are talking about one of the greatest shows that ever was or will be. Mm-hmm. Talking about the finale, the series finale of Succession. So if you are not caught up on Succession, crawl out from under your rock and turn this podcast off. <laughs> If you are caught up on Succession, welcome. Welcome to the motherfucking show. Hey, let's get it started, man. Let's go, man. So, fellas, I must ask, man. We, we ask this, you know, every, every finale, every show. Did they stick the landing? So, I'm going to start with Tom. Tom, man, tell us, you know, general thoughts on the episode. And did they stick the landing as far as, you know, meeting your expectations for the series finale? Yes, arguably top five. Um, I think it's hilarious the fact that, um, I mean, completely outside of we're going to spend most of the time talking about um, the ending and like the interaction between uh, the kids and how that kind of went. I just think it's funny that we kind of kicked off the episode um, after so many of these episodes have started with Roman walking around, popping his shit, chest out. This one started off with he ran home to Molly. And I think that's kind of funny. Like in the arc of the entire show and he's at the end, he's just sitting on the table, all we're bullshit. Like the whole thing is just very funny to me that it started off with him like, hey, uh, it's it's actually not Kendall. Uh, Roman's here. Like that's very funny. <laughs> But all in all, um, yeah, overall, great up. Arguably 10 out of 10. Um, we'll get into it, but those are those are my general thoughts. Yeah, man. If I just have to say this about this episode, man. I was, it up. Hey, man, I, I was thoroughly, uh, I was satisfied with how this ended. For the most part, I feel like we all kind of predicted the same thing that would happen. But for a moment, for a moment, they had me. I was like, ah, these niggas got it. These like, <laughs> niggas moving like a well-oiled machine. You would have thought, uh, you would have thought Coach Lombardi and Coach K was running the squad. Like, name a name of famous great coach. You would have thought that he would have had them, them boys ready to play. And it, it had a lot of ups and downs with it. With it, uh, it was funny when it needed to be funny. It was funny when you weren't, weren't expecting it to be funny too. But yeah, I thought uh, compared to a lot of endings to shows that I've seen. I would say this is probably one of the more satisfied I've been. And it also vindicated me because, I, like I said, I was like, oh, well, I guess I was right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guess you were right. I know I'm right. I'm him. All right. 
I literally called this shit, nigga. I said, I said, Madsen is gonna slime out Shiv next app. She thought this play was gonna happen. I literally called it. Only I didn't call it was gonna be Tom, but I said, Madsen's gonna slime her out. The kids are not gonna get shit. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. They had us there in the first half, though, when they had that happy-go-lucky, let's work together, teamwork bullshit. And I was like, what kind of show is this? I was like, what? These niggas over here making him eat a disgusting smoothie that I know gave him food poisoning, bro. But I think they did. That shit was gross. But I think they did wrap it up very well. They closed off a lot of of storylines. Like, I think... I mean, but the thing is, like, we'd known this was coming for the past seven eps. So I think it also, like, would have, it wasn't, like, an, a hard target to hit. Yeah. <laughs> is also what I'm saying. So that that's kind of in the sense of they positioned it well, you know, but they did, you know, stick to land. Yeah. I mean, what I love about the show in general and the finale is that like succession just has like such a high bar like consistently episode after episode is just like fire he 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 is the, like in this it's like a well-oiled machine it's almost like formulaic in a way you know like you're gonna get the good reactions you're gonna get the um the shots of people um talking in the background but the camera's not gonna linger too long and you got the music the score is gonna come in at the right time and you know jeremy strong is gonna make a face and like you know it's going to be great every time and what i thought was great about the finale is that it was just another episode of succession and then it just ended like it's like there very well could be a whole nother episode about the next day that it could be completely different and we could just go through all this shit again and they could play the happy music and it's like oh shit kendall's got a new idea and then we're all fucking starting back over again but like a lot of times with finales they like to do the whole love letter thing where it's like Oh man, you know, this is the last time we're gonna see um, Jerry or um, the mom. So let's give her like one last little thing to say and type shit. But like, it was legit, just another episode, just another day in these people's lives. They fucked it. We're bullshit and it's over. That's it. And we just get to stop watching it. So, like Mike said, amazing, amazing finale. Yeah, I would also like to take a moment to acknowledge Dante for for I'm him for acknowledging it one episode ago. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't predict it. You didn't guess that shit. And and time out. I said Matt's I called it I called it fucking six episodes ago. I said this nigga Matson was gonna win and the kids weren't gonna get shit. Tom was on the anti Matson way. I knew that nigga Thanks. We said them kids was bullshit. Them kids was gonna fuck it up, and Matson was gonna play them like a motherfucking fiddle and right. play them. He did. So actually, that shit was actually. I've been I've been calling this for what seven weeks now. Sheesh. Yo, shit. He's, he's him. I'm him. Whoever you think you are, I'm him. You weren't gonna end me. Since episode one, I said, I'm not quite sure exactly who's going to come out with the company, but I know three things are going to happen. I know Tom is not cooked. Y'all were saying Tom was done episode two, so I'm not hearing it. Tom's literally, literally the U.S. CEO, so let's not even go there. You did say that. Two. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Two. 
That's episode two, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dude, y'all were saying that Tom was cooked, Tom and Greg was cooked for months. Matter of fact, just Tom. Y'all were saying Greg was cooked. Really, nah, nobody was saying Tom Greg's. Nobody really a monologue about how he was cooked. <laughs> Frank cooked him. I mean, I mean, Carl cooked him, bro. Was just breaking down the show at that point, man. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, two. I will admit that I was wrong about uh, Tom and Shiv uh, not being together. That's I'll, I'll take that one on the chin. But I did say that like I don't not see Matson coming away with something like the deal was already made. Like he's not leaving empty handed. I thought that they were going to get eight. I thought he was just going to get ATN and that was it or something along those lines. Right? So I did. I was wrong about that. But I also said that the kids are going to come together and work together to not to to fight this until the two to the very end. And y'all were making it sound like, oh, no, they're done now. Oh, they're done now. Oh, bitch. Oh. Y'all were just like shitting on them to the very end. I was like, no, this just going to drag out. And then something's going to happen. And there's something that happened with Shiv. Hey, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find the, the clip. Which you're saying this shit because they were what they were. Te- they were a team for what a grand total of 25 minutes this season. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'm, like, let's not act like these niggas. This the episode started with Shiv gloating. The first 20 minutes Almost of the worked. episode. The first 20 minutes are Shiv gloating. Be like, y'all lost. I won. <laughs> like, hey, I remember correctly. I remember. Tom saying something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing here, there's just no way that Madison is just going to walk in and take the company. Yeah. Well, he kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guess what? And guess what? They were trying to hold out for ATN. Nigga got all of it plus ATN. On this episode. What are you talking about? Huh? You know what I'm saying? I remember I, he was literally on the phone telling everybody. He walked into, I don't know what kind of boardroom. He was telling her, he said, I need to see phones. I need to see fucking phones. After he got leaked, that he was not going to hire Shiv, and he was thinking about Tom. That's great. And, then that, and that was going to shift that's the vote. Yeah, that's that y'all's great. king's fault. Say what? I said, that's y'all's king's fault, Greg. He got fucking anti Greg. He got, again, Greg fails upwards. Him and Tim Greg, T are the greatest. Greg fails, Greg fails upward. Tom's the ultimate fail upward. So does Kendall. Greg's the only Roy left at the company. Hey, man. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> That was up for interpretation. You could say that I was wrong about the the Madsen just walking in and swiping the floor with him, but I don't think that's what happened. I think that he was clearly rattled until literally the last minute. <laughs> literally the last minute. But I, I will also uh, we can get into it. And but yeah, yeah I think it was the last minute. This it was fourth quarter before he actually won. Don't tell me that he he swept the floor. That's crazy. Hey, if you say so, man, you're the closest sweep ever, I guess. Mm-hmm. But let's get into some plot points, man. So, Tom, you brought it up earlier. Um, Roman runs home to mommy, man. So so what do we think about these Barbados scenes? Um, Roman's a pussy, man. Like, that was <laughs> the last three episodes. He's been a pussy. I, I, he, he's a, a racist, pussy-ass little bitch. That's all he is. Pop your <laughs> shit. Like how nice. you after losing you run home to your mom the whole mm. episode he's flustered and crying like it could be me right it could be me right fuck no nigga you suck you're bullshit you're bullshit at least fucking Kendall tries and has a little bit of um, like gravity to him like but no one will ever take Roman seriously and that's a, that's a sad thing he had a, he, he had two or three good episodes where all right maybe he can but he could but like if anything if history were to tell us anything is that Roman folds like he's he has to be like the biggest folder of of all the kids. I mean, Kendall, yeah, but like Roman, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we could say Roman's the biggest folder because no one ever takes Roman serious in the first place. You got to have some expectations for 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 you to fold, right? <laughs> like, he was cooking until he sent that dick pic. <laughs> I'm gonna say he was cooking. This nigga was in management trainee training at the at the funeral. He was just had the president in United States in his pocket, and then the president called him a pussy for crying at his dad's funeral. It was fucked up, yeah, but like he got to hold together a little bit better than that after getting the president of the United States elected. Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, Roman sucks. Then he went out and went out during the protest, got his ass beat by a pedestrian. I mean, shit, and then he gets he's already been hit by his dad multiple times and do shit. He gets choked up by Kendall in the at the end of the episode. I mean, like come on, man. Hey, hey nah, he kinda held no 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 I ain't gonna do him like that. He held that he he held Kendall back, bro. That part, mean, Kendall man. Had he almost got he almost got Oberin. He almost got Oberin. <laughs> I feel like I thought. Like, yeah, yeah. he stopped. A, he, he's, I'll give him some respect for that. He squabbled a little bit right there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say he held up in the, the second time. But when Kendall had him like this, like busting his stitches open, I was like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. This nigga getting hoed. Yeah. yeah. So. But, you know, that's Roman for us, man. We all knew Roman was a little, was a little fucking rodent, man. Roman the rodent. So I had a different interpretation of it, but. Go ahead. Just the fact that, and I mean, this could very well just be me romanticizing the show because we know the characters. But given what we saw in the end, I feel like uh, Roman just needed to get away because he knows that it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is. It's lame. I mean, I called it out. It's funny that you ran home to mommy, but at the same time, like, I didn't. All the other stuff was just like, yo, like we have to. He had no plan. His whole plan the whole time was just to follow his dad or to follow the company. Now he knows going off to, uh, you know what I'm saying, after Kendall's telling him, like, you fucked it. Like, he knew, like, that this is really done. I have no, I have nothing, but I'm just a dude with $2 billion. Like, yeah. It wasn't done at that point, though. I mean, it, it was. was. He was, though. Was. I think he he rolled over and accepted defeat. I don't even want to say the funeral. We can say it's accepted defeat, but I think in some form or fashion, I think he had accepted the fact that like they are, and he, which is why he just called it when they were in the room, um, in the, again, the boardroom when Shiv uh, left the meeting. Uh, like he's like, we're bullshit because he knew some form yeah. of fashion, they're gonna fuck it. Like some form or fashion, somebody's yeah. gonna, something's gonna happen and this isn't gonna go through. He had, he had to fully accept it. And that's why he just Man. completely was uh, disassociated from them when they showed up. That sounds like a teammate who just quits on his team, like in the in the fourth quarter. The guy just walks off the field or some shit, man. And at least finish the game out. Shit, if we gonna lose, lose, lose together. We've been doing all this the whole season for you to crap out now. I mean, I mean shit. but shit, man. Who was he with? He voted time? no. <laughs> he voted no, though. Yeah, he shit. did his job, but he just realized. Yeah, he they was just voted on him at this point in the show. You know what I'm saying? And and they do it so often to one another. He doesn't know when's the next time he's going to speak to them or what. So he had no loyalties at this time. He knew he wasn't getting anything. So it's just like, y'all take the vote. It is what it is. Like, I'm not really pressed about it. I'm going to show up if I have to, but yeah, it's what it is. That's why, like, they both went out there because, like, he was just kind of, like, out of it. Like, nobody could reach out to him, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, 
legit got sense knocked into him and realized he probably had that realization. Oh shit, this whole thing we've been doing has just been like bullshit this whole time. There's mm-hmm. people out in the street that'll punch me in the face and not give a fuck about it. Meanwhile, I'm out here just doing whatever the fuck I want, firing random people and like thinking I'm doing something when I'm not, I'm really not. So you got a moral conscious the last 30 minutes of, of the series. I don't know if it's a moral conscious, but like he came to the realization yeah. that he yeah. ain't on shit. He went yeah. home to mommy, bro. Just think about that. What would it take for you to go home to your mom? Yeah. That's why I say he's a and pussy. After, after losing, yeah. nigga, nigga hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. he hit rock, rock bottom. Yeah, like he, he was down bad. We can all admit that, but I think there was a different, like he had a different thought process. Than which yeah, nigga had his eyes opened. Like the light bulb finally went off and he was like, we're, you know, we just, we are not him, bro. <laughs> and that's fine. And I, I think it comes full circle with how it ends for Roman in the sense of like, you know, him sitting at the bar and chilling and going back to his playboy, fuck off, whatever life. I mean, I think Shiv has that same realization whenever she realizes that Matt's in the slime during. And I think that's why she ends up turning on Ken because she realized the same thing about like, we're all we all suck. <laughs> like, yeah, when the, when that scene on the beach. Yeah, as they're as they're prepping, you know, when it's just Roman and and Shiv talking, and they're like, "This look, this guy's delusional. He really yeah. wants it." And it was like, right, let's we, just give him this chance. Yeah, we anoint you, right? We give it to you, right? I thought I was like, wow, that was I I I didn't like you know one thing you could see. Oh, that's a really nice thing for your brother. Another thing is gonna be like. That was just a here, nigga. Damn, take it. <laughs> yes. Type it, and I think that's. I think it was more so that than yeah. like doing something nice for him. You know, if you like read into it a little more. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, the way I took that scene was just because I assumed that they were all still going to be in it together. Like I thought, like, all right, you got slimed out. Roman knows he can't do it alone, and Kendall, like for all intents and purposes, like uh, he really was the best. For, like, for I mean, to be, if you really broke the it down. The best of the d- dumb, dumbest, dumber, and dumbest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for them to, to keep the company, then yeah. having Kendall at the top makes sense. But here's the thing, though. They shouldn't. They should not be trying to keep the company, man. <laughs> yeah. we, started, we started this season with they're going to do the 100. And I then they're so. like, eh, actually, let's just buy something that somebody already made. Just buy Pierce. And then they're like, eh. Actually, our dad died. Let's just take over Waystar. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, eh, actually, let's screw the deal and run it ourselves. And then when it gets to that point, it's fucking every man for themselves. Like, they're never going to work together. Like, they're not fucking bold or creative or fucking make my own pile enough to be like, okay, we're all three going to run this shit together. They always got to cut somebody out. It's got to be me. It's got to be Kendall. It's got to be Kendall and Rome can't be all three so that's why i forget what i'm saying but yeah that's why <laughs> that's fucking why yeah. it's never gonna work right like i said i predicted i think like i said i think we all predicted there's no way they're gonna keep the company because we, we we all knew like we probably all realized what roman realized way sooner than what roman realized it but like just the fact that if they wanted to keep the company they want to keep their father's legacy within the family, I felt like they realized that this was the best way to do it. And then after after the, the family control stays within the family, then let the chips fall as they may. 
that's the route I thought they were going, which is why I thought they did the Neil Fit for a King thing. They're like, it makes sense. Kendall wants it more than anyone anyway. So, I mean, if that's that's the view I had going into it. Now, mm-hmm. back in my mind, I always thought, yeah, one of these people going to sign someone out. But I, I thought it would happen at least, like I said, I didn't think they would get the company. But if they were to get it, I thought it would happen after the Gojo deal fell through. Yeah. It's like they can't even make it that far. But they, like, the, thing, the thing is, like, Kendall had no chance unless they all voted together. Like, that was the only way. If, if they just, like, put it, like, straight up, then Madison would have won in the landslide. But mm-hmm. if they, like, if they all team up, that's the only way Kendall could win. So I don't think. That's the only way any of them can win. But that's my, but that's my point. Mean, I, I think. Really? I think Frank definitely was looking at it from that perspective. Like the people in that boardroom knew like y'all are going to be the ones to screw yourselves. Like you do this to yourselves every time. Like, so where there was nobody in that room was surprised. The fact that it made it to six, six and it got to Shiv, they all knew like, dang, that's crazy that she's going to be the one to do it to you. But yeah, we kind of all expected it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I think the only people that were shocked in that room, genuinely shocked was Kendall because Roman wasn't really shocked. He probably couldn't believe how dramatic it happened. Like if she was like the third vote, if she mm-hmm. ended up being like the third vote in line, like she probably would have voted the other way and it might've fell on Roman to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like somewhere along the line, it was going to happen, but it is what it is. What, so what do y'all think prompted like Shiv's ter- like kind of choice or decision to just change last minute? Like, hey, I think- I, well, yeah. Well, I think it's just because one. You said hate. She's a yeah. hater. No, he's a hater. Hey, takes a hater to know a hater. I'm I'm glad niggas got the memo, boy. I got <laughs> I got 2020 <laughs> hater vision right there. <laughs> you go ass. <laughs> I feel like she obviously she doesn't fuck with Kendall, like she's already said, and mainly because she's jealous and she wants all the power to herself. She's like, fuck it. If I if it's not gonna be me, then it's damn sure it's not gonna be you, and it's not gonna be Roman. And if Tom is going to be the end, then I mean, I can make it work with Tom. I thought she, I think she was like, my best end in the company still is going to be if I were to side with Gojo and Tom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's like her best option because one, (laughs) you could go with Kendall, who, look, let's be real, man. Like, even if you think, even from our point of view, if Kendall seems like the best option, if you are Shiv, you're like, man, fuck this shit, bro. Like, yeah, I gave you the here nigga down last night, but now that we here getting down to the nitty gritty, bro, you do not deserve this shit more than me, bro. Like, dad told me I was going to get that shit just as much as he told you you was going to get that shit. So, like, what are we really doing here? And At she's this like, point, I'm more competent than you exactly. are. <laughs> like, you killed somebody, bro. Like, I literally, <laughs> I literally know that you did meth and killed somebody. Like, I literally know that for a fact. So if I'm looking at the options, like, oh, okay, so I'm about to crown you or I could cash out on two bill with somebody that I've manipulated to shit in the past being right next to me, you know, hey, look, I'm going with Tom. Yeah. You think As, she? Can, you think she's looking at it like she can manipulate Tom? She ain't manipulate. I think. Him. I think so. I think Shiv. I, okay, okay, so let's um, think about it. It's an unequivocal. She could try. try. It's an unequivocal loss for for Kendall for Roman, right? They don't have a shot, right? But I think she thought, hey, if Kendall does it, he already cut me out one time with him in Rome, 
right? Yep. So it'd be really easy for him to cut me out again. With yep. Tom, that nigga loves me. Like for better or worse, that nigga still still rocks with me. And, and she got she, a baby. I was like, she got a baby, and she's like, and what she said about Tom is true. She'll suck the the he'll suck the biggest dick in the room, right? And she have got a bigger dick than Tom. Now it's like she got the biggest dick, and she got a bigger dick than Tom. He saw the end. He put his hand down and just looked forward. And what she do? I mean, that was a power move, but like this is still Tom we talking about. So that's what I'm saying. It's still Tom. Like she, she got a non-victory, non-defeat. Like you know, uh, she just said she said that nigga to bed last night. Like, come on, like like, yeah, she, she, she didn't, she didn't win, right? But she didn't lose either. The other two niggas lost. Like they 100 percent lost. I got no more influence, no more control. She's got influence. Still. I mean, we can do a ranking on how who we thought was down the worst at the end, but I don't think she's in a good position at all. I think, A, the whole secession plan is done. I think that whole thing is she has no chance of doing anything. She's now just a housewife, and I think she's accepted that. Um, I think Tom's whole situation, like Tom's really like the transition that I think they were trying to make is the fact that Tom's like cold blood. Like it's not a he's not. Uh, they, like the cold shoulder he gave to Greg wasn't just a, oh, I'm going to make you squirm. Like, I genuinely think he was just like, I need you, so I'm going to have you around. Like, I still got love for you because you're the homie, but like, the reason you're going to have the job with me still, me specifically, because he obviously, uh, Matt's in firing, but what he's, I, the way I took it, you're only sticking with me specifically because I rock with you. Or you otherise, you wouldn't have anything to do because I know I, what you I got at the tip of his finger now. Exactly. Yeah, he's back. He's back being a Greglet, right? Coffee, whatever. He knows he's somebody that he can abuse, right? (laughs) And and that, but he also knows that he's somebody that he can have fun with at the same time. So he's. And I think I can abuse him without getting a without him running to the press about it, you know, (laughs) type deal. I'm saying that's the same like uh, relationship he's going to have with shit going forward. I think. I disagree. Until strongly disagree, but I also think Tom gets axed by Gojo like fairly soon. They're probably going to groom someone like uh, I mean, this is rabbit hole. Soon as the show ends, I start thinking, but uh, they I don't think uh, Valter was bought up for no reason. So maybe Mm -hmm. they stay do some work with with, uh, Lawrence and like try to work some kind of deal and like backdoor him into the US CEO or something like that. But I don't think Tom sticks around very long. I think he knows too much and he's too much of a liability. Um, like y'all said, like, uh, or not y'all said, but in the episode when Matt was like, we're going to cut, get real deep, uh, cut to the bone and shit like that. Like I genuinely think they're going to, I mean, it may not be in a week or six months or anything like that, but like a year or two, yeah, Tom would be, end up getting asked. And yeah, that's I mean, the, and that's once they have the kids. So that's a whole, that's a whole other situation, but yeah, that's the, that's a great thing about yeah, the finale. Like you can like kind of, you can kind of, you know, just pick out how you want it to like go forward. Because like we, life goes on for these people. It's just we don't get to watch anymore. So it's just like kind of like The Sopranos. Like we just don't fucking know. Yeah, it's like I mean they told the story that they were meant to tell. They were trying to tell the successor plan from Logan Roy to you know to the next successor. They yeah, told yeah. that story, but there's still 
a lot of stories that they could spin off from this, right? A lot of people are like, hey, man, does Mencken actually win the presidency? Because they talk about like, oh, there might be a recount in, in Wisconsin or whatever, right? Like, so there's still, there's still stories that could be told, but they told the central one. And it's like, I, I think this is because like, right, it'd be interesting to watch like the Wams Gam era, like, you know. Yeah, yeah let's talk about the, the head honcho, man. So, yeah. so fucking Tom, man. The question. Corn, the corn fed basic. Oh, what's up? Well, just before we get, because I, I think it's, uh, we can make this a pretty good transition. Do you remember a few episodes ago when they said it's been six months since the VP decided they weren't going to run for president? So there was going to be an open uh, slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said that was six months ago, sometime this season, like a few episodes ago, right? No, it was when um, what's it called? Um, when they picked the president last season. Okay, yeah. and then this is so since that happened, and then the end of this episode is probably roughly what two or three weeks, because between them picking the president, nah, that was at that was at like the RNC primaries yeah. or whatever. So, like, so last season when they picked the president, that's because the current president decided that he, he wasn't, wasn't going to run for re-election. Real, so that, was, that was six months ago from when Logan died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that was like the RNC primary. Like they were picking who their Republican nominee would be, mm-hmm. i.e. the like they're picking the president. They are picking the Republican nominee because they are essentially Fox News, right? So they're going to push the fuck out of that one that one campaign target who ended up, you know, being the Republican nominee and ended up being, you know, the the president, which we don't know yet for sure. But you well, know, that's kind of my point. Like the amount of t- the amount of progression like people like Tom has made since that point. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if you were told like if you told me in that moment uh when he, uh Logan was asking Tom, who do you think who's your vote? He's just like, uh well, uh you know what I'm saying? Like they're really seeing it going back. And forth. They were really going back and forth as if Connor was real selection. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot has happened in this six month win- this six month window, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this season was what two weeks? Two weeks. Not even. Ten yeah, days. I was like, this. I was like, it's it's really like maybe two weeks, like not if that. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, let, let, let's talk about you know the big boss head honcho, the Wamsgans era. So. This Tom, Matson and, and Greg scene, what do we think, man? You know, uh, Matson comes up to Tom, ask him, ask him some, some tough questions, man. How, how, you, how do we think Tom and then Greg, you know, handled this, you know, situation? Like, I thought Tom played it about as well as he could have, you know, given the circumstances of what this nigga was talking about. You can say, I want to fuck your wife, man. Like He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I kind of... Wanna, he was like, if she stays around, I kind of want to fuck her, and I think I can. Like, that nigga said, you're a cuck. Like, right? <laughs> I think he, I was like, wow, he took that way better than any other person would take it, which is crazy, because well, that nigga just his wife, of- so he didn't, doesn't really care. <laughs> you think he doesn't love her anymore? I think he still got love for her, man. He's, I think that's still <laughs> jarring. Like, his fate. Yeah, that's that's a that's a wild thing to say to a nigga's face is all I'm going to say. And that nigga just kind of rolled with it and then proceeds to pitch for a job. And, you know, after that, he was like, yeah, I can sing for my supper. Type yeah, it, was shit. Good, it was a good pitch, though. It was, it was a good pitch. I digest strategy and implement. 
Which the nigga does. I thought it was be- even better that he like kind of said like I, I just step strategy implement, and then he just got down to brass tacks. You see what I just did? I don't give a damn about the president. I got him in. I got him in just strictly <laughs> off the strength of, of the word of you know what I'm saying? Uh, the word of the higher ups. That's what they wanted. That's what I did. Like, yeah, nigga executes. You kind of you kind of made it seem like he was gonna be more formal, and then it kind of worked in his favor because that's not the type of negotiating. Matson does. He wants to get straight to it. So he kind of like dressed up like he's kind of square and then was like, actually, like, let's just, I'll cut the bullshit if you're willing to cut the bullshit. That's why Matson, I feel like, felt so comfortable to, to start popping the shit about Shiv two times face. Yeah. Because they were very. It kinda, like angry. to me that from that conversation, Matson realized, oh, so this nigga's going to do whatever for a job. Let me see. I mean, let me see how far I can really go. And like I said, the reason Tom took it. You might, you guys might think he's they're still in love. Maybe, he, like I said, maybe he still has love for her, but he's not in love with her, which is why he was like, "Yeah, go ahead and fuck her." But anyway, this is why I'll be good for the job. You know what I mean, <laughs> that's that. When Madison um, was able to say that, he's like, "All right, I can pretty much do do what I want with this guy. He's gonna be cool with it." You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as I have the power, I got I got a loyal right hand dude right here. Tom's a cold motherfucker. He's only loyal to the check, man. That nigga said, said, get your money up, not your funny up, bruh. Thomas done nothing but eat shit amongst other things for four seasons, man. While securing the bag. We saw how his watch game progressed. He was wearing an Audemars Patek in the last episode. This man swallowed his own load for this, bruh. Like... Dedication, bro. Like, come on, like he deserve he deserve it, man. Like as much as the nigga that swallows his own load can deserve something, man. Like you know, he Nasty. like he's been the only person this whole season really that's just been like stressed out working. Like he ain't been sleeping. He's been up doing. That does not sleep, but he been up trying to get in with Matson. He been you know he been trying to counsel Greg on shit. They've been firing niggas. Like Tom has been like putting the fucking uh, pedal to the metal. And so, man, I, I couldn't be happier for my man. Yo, was shitting on him a few weeps ago, but I bet. He's a grinder. I, <laughs> hey, man, one thing I can say about Tom, that nigga worked, though. That nigga worked, bro. He well, a grinder. Up here, we about to fry Tom. About Tom. You fry me about Tom. Tom up. Hey, what y'all think about that nigga Greg, bro, using the tra- the Google Translate on the nigga while they was talking Swedish, bro? Hey, man, for a second, that shit was the smartest thing he did, but like, <laughs> he, he chose to inform the quad squad. That shit was whack. He should have just played it cool when Tom was like, I got you. Tom was like, hey, we gonna come I got you. But Greg wanted to go see if he could find something better, so... I feel like that was a good decision by Greg. I think his mistake was saying who he hurt. Well, I think his mistake was telling Kendall and then when Kendall told uh Shiv or whoever he told I don't remember who the initial person he was that he heard it from Greg. That was the mistake. That nigga should have ran it through an intermediary or some shit. Like yep. so it couldn't trace back to him. Nigga should have yeah, hit up new Jess or something and been like, <laughs> hey, there might be a shakeup. Or just done it not over the phone. Like man uh, you have to go to the Greg. Yeah, so that shit was. Let's actually no, we already talked about that. All right, so talked about that too. 
Well, honestly, think about it. If Greg decided he wanted to sit on that information until they got back from Barbados or wherever they were, that's that even work that works even better in his favor. Because no, he's just not said nothing, yeah. If he wouldn't have said anything, then Shiv would have played it cool like she would have got slimed out anyway. So she wouldn't have like been on any position. Greg would have just had information and but that's his thing. He uh, uses it good and not been considered a Judas by Matson. But he's been working between Tom and Kendall for some time now. Like that's like yeah, his yeah, thing. He's been working. I don't I don't know if there was a, a better time for him to play the info, seeing as it was literally the night before the board meeting. But that's my right? point. Like, what's the point of you can, face to face? can you say it like the morning of the board meeting? Will that change anything at that point? Is it too late? They're all in the room, and I think that's enough time for him to be like, hey. I, like I was in a room with Madsen, I got screenshots of me doing the translator. He's gonna snake Shiv, and then when he, Kendall finds that out, Kendall's like, "Yo, Shiv, we need to talk real quick. He's gonna what? snake you. Boom, boom. We going to room. Crazy. That's a little. You might be able to use her her like emotional aspect. The fact she's always ready to kill somebody. She's that you mm-hmm. saw what happened to what she did find out that uh, Madsen was gonna snake her. You know what I'm saying? Like that was her response. Who's yeah. to say? Who's to say she doesn't actually uh, uh, secure the vote? That could have been. I'm not saying that's what would happen. I don't think that's. Well, what then on, on the flip side, what do you think about when? What do you think about when Tom told Shiv that it was going to be him? Like, right? Everybody had thought it was going to be Lawrence. Nuts. Yeah. What did you think about that? Was it, yeah? Was he just dropping his nuts? Like, was he? I mean, because like he was trying to play it. He was trying to play it coy. Like, like he ain't know. He's like, oh, shit, oh, oh shit. you got slimed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like she was on to him because he kept pushing. He's like, oh, you should probably still vote it through. And she's like, oh, nigga. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's what that nigga was tweaking. Was like, yeah. you still voted through. He got a little too excited, which you know, like he's still Tom. Like you know, yeah. he's still going. Yeah, he's not no stone face killer, but. <laughs> You know, so not yet. So, shit. <laughs> you think Tom turning into turning into the badass of the year? No, <laughs> hey, we just watched Tom turn into Michael Corleone. Man, no, we did not. <laughs> you really never know. Power changes, man. Hey, man, it's only been one day, man. That nigga had one thirty point game. Let's act like he don't. He don't he average thirty not. now. I was like that nigga. That nigga a fifteen point per game scorer. He just had a hot night. Let's chill. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? I can make up whatever I want because the show ended. Nigga, he agreed to be a pain sponge, man. Let's not act like he got damn John Rockefeller. But think of what he is. I don't care what kind of puppy he is. He is sitting in Logan's chair, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but hey, it's, as we know, that job does not make uh, it's not an easy job. So, hey, he got an A. Was it wasn't Jerry sitting in that chair too? All I'm saying is he got an A. <laughs> and that was, girl Jerry, and that girl Jerry was on the unemployment line for two weeks. Logan was still in the chair. Hey, he said he was keeping Jerry though. Facts. He did say he was keeping Jerry. He said Frankie Carl gotta go. You think, he, you think he knows about Jerry? What you mean? The kid, the Roman. You think oh, that's all that don't matter anymore? That nigga's kicked out. You already saw her lawyers. I think I think literally Jerry's just competent. Like Jerry's literally just right, competent. Right. She's like the only person that's like, oh, her and Carolina are like legit good at their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to play my dog Carolina on the, on the, on the PR. <laughs> Colin and Frank are clowns, but that don't mean they can't do their job. 
Hey man, Carl Carl was great with that cable deal in the nineties, man. That <laughs> so man, hey, let's talk about it, man. So Succession, we talk a lot about how this is like one of the greatest shows ever, but legacy wise, man, where what does this show kind of mean like to you? I don't want to get like too personal, but like when you look at like shows all time, when you think about succession, what what will it be remembered as? Mm, I'll let y'all go. <laughs> y'all niggas go be happy, gung ho, Kamori, because I'm I'm about to hate. So y'all, right, yeah, I'll 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 start. Start. I can't hit these nasty ass niggas over here. That's crazy. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Succession, man. I think this is just it will stand the test of time, and it's going to age wonderfully. But just as like a master, a masterwork in like writing and direction. The performances, like, I literally had heard of none of these actors by name until this show. And now, like, these guys are, like, amazing. Like, even more so than, like, Game of Thrones. Like, Game of Thrones had, like, actors that played characters that we love. I don't love none of these motherfuckers. I just know they can act they fucking ass off. And they made me feel something for fucking billionaire assholes, bro. Like, that's really crazy, bro. Like... The fact that this show centered around like three spoiled ass rich kids that nobody liked. We can all agree that like we do not fuck with these niggas. Except for maybe Kendall, because he showed like a you know a semblance of a conscious, you know, throughout some of the seasons. But the fact that that like the script and the performances were strong enough to make us, you know, care about like what these people like go through and like relate. Like, cause like we might not be able to relate to like being a fucking billionaire, but you can relate to getting to not getting something that you had wanted. You know, you can relate to goddamn feeling like, oh shit, man, like maybe I am bullshit. Man, have you ever had a we're bullshit moment, bro? Like that's just fucked up. So I will just say this show will stand the test of time. Of it's just clinical excellence on every front. Um, it's a top five show of all time. It's a a, a searing satire and a Shakespearean tragedy all at once. It's tough to give it the goat. It's tough. It's tough to give it the number one spot. I'm gonna have to sleep on that for a little bit, but it's 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 in my top four for sure, for sure. So, you well, first of all, what about Cersei, Ramsay, Joffrey, Tywin? Those are all all time characters, and no I, one like them. Did you feel bad for them? No. <laughs> I didn't feel bad for the kids. I don't feel bad for them niggas. No point. Them niggas. At no point, y'all. What? Like they're experiencing human emotions. Like they dad die. Y'all ain't feel bad. Fuck them Mike was just sitting here singing Roman's praises, being like, "Oh, Roman, oh, we're Roman's back." Three episodes, three episodes ago. Now look at you. <laughs> Hey, I said Roman had a good. I said I, I was happy for him because he didn't have a good episode. I was saying his episode. Were you ever happy for Cersei? Mm, no. <laughs> there was maybe no. After, maybe she, after she blew up the sept, after, you know, yeah, she did walk of atonement. I mean, she just did the walk of shame. Yeah, I was probably throwing bad like, damn, good move. Good shit. Power move. Hell no. <laughs> what, I, what I'll say about succession, it's hard for me to. Uh, this might be a hot take, but I think it's just hard for me, like, for a show 
that is like kind of based in fantasy or like not reality, if you have a good script in that or some like, you know, some type of fantastical shit happen and you have a story based off that, it's hard for me to base a story that's like pretty much could be real, could be better than a show that, you know, like a Game of Thrones. I don't know. I think it's just like at its peak for a show like that is going to be better than a peak of a show that's like based off like a presidency or like an office show or like something like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's hard to compare the two because it's much harder to have a great show. That's not even based in reality. Yeah. I wasn't trying to like compare the two shows as like separate bodies of work. I was just trying to like compare like how easy it is to root for characters that are like rooted in like heroic archetypes. Like nigga, everybody could root for Ari and nigga, like everybody could root for Jon Snow. Like mm-hmm. it's like, saying oh damn i hope kendall gets this thing that he was promised since he was seven even though he's a piece of shit it's something like different i was rude I, you know i was that's a good woman that's a good woman man but <laughs> for the for this show i can't I, I can't put it in my top five it is definitely a great show and i think it will stand the test of time it'll probably it's in my top 10 for sure but i can't give it I can't let it crack the top five. Wow. Okay. I, can't, I can't say that Succession is a better show than Breaking Bad. Like, you know what I mean? I can't, I can't. Uh, That's a damn shame. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, like we, talk, we talked about it before. I mean, yeah, acting and writing is great, is, is amazing, top tier and all that. But at its core, it's legit these people just in different rooms talking business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Breaking Bad, yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, just like shit is happening. Like, it's, it's just like, like a dip, different atmosphere for me. Yeah. It's I, I, a great show. Yeah, I agree. That's why I can't give it the GOAT, just because, like, the plot, like, of, like, a Breaking Bad or, like, a Game of Thrones or even the Sopranos is, like, shit, more shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's cool to go see, like, when Kendall going to sleep on a floaty, it's like the climac- climactic, you know, cliffhanger. And like it's a different kind of show, but like it was still great in that respect. So Yeah. Or like you get an off screen death, right? I think for me, this is where the hate comes in, man. It's just uh, like I think this show, like I'm I'm a I'm a soften the blow a little bit. This show is consistently excellent, right? And I think part of the reason why it just can't be great is because of that consistency. Right. It's consistently with which is, you know, some of my issues with Marvel. Right. Consistency for a while. So it, it was consistently really, really, really good. But I think it stayed at that baseline. There wasn't enough variance. There weren't enough episodes that make me feel things the way that like I can still feel. I, I'm thinking about a Game of Thrones. Right. I'm thinking about like when I saw an episode and I can still feel how that episode made me feel, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have episodes like that with Succession that really changed the the way I felt. And maybe some of that's due to like Game of Thrones being like the first, you know, kind of epic show of mine that I've watched like that. Or even on an anime sense, like Naruto, right? Succession ain't make me feel pain blew up the whole hidden leaf village. Oh brother. <laughs> I know I know Mike get it. Mike get it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, throw out another option, right? Like that sh- it's not making me feel shit like that. Because these niggas are piece of shit, rich billionaires, right? The plot, the plot just kind of leads itself. I think it's consistently 
consistently really, really, really good. But I don't think it could be like my fav- my you know goat show of all time. I think it is firmly in the top five, probably in the top three for me, right? But I don't think it has the range of the wire, and I don't think it has the the epic moments of a Game of Thrones, right? Okay. Even if you could say this show stuck the landing better, I think they were a lot safer with where they were headed, right? It was a clearer trajectory, a tighter story, right? You know, and all that stuff. I think the wire the wire goes yeah, through four right. different scenes, okay. four different things and executes all of them like damn near perfectly, right? Yeah. And Game of Thrones, right? expansive global world you've got gut-wrenching you know episodes and you got the highest of highs right as well as that and then you you might have some episodes that don't hit the same but they're still fucking epic to watch right and the only reason why they don't hit the same is in relation to how fucking epic the other episodes are i don't think succession has that right it's all just kind of just consistent really really good but i don't think it could beat out like you know at least those two shows for me for those reasons you know and that might be hate you know niggas gonna say oh you just love thrones but it's like i do you always remember your you always remember your first man you always remember your best and you know you think back onto that that best topper man and always remember that Just compare a dragon. This just wilding. Yeah, man, cut this mic. This is getting really out of hand. Bring us back, brother. Please, God. All right, so for starters, I think we need to just go ahead and uh, change the chief hater to Mike. <laughs> Swear! Wow. Quite some time. Wow. Niggas, niggas taking my title? That's. Crazy that not have succession top ten. It's even crazier to say it's consistently excellent, but it's not great. Like, what does that even mean? Talk, or Dante said that. Um, I can't believe that uh I can I can die on the fact that like someone might not have it in their top ten. Uh top the goat show. I I do, but I don't, it's mine, but I'm not gonna I can completely understand if you have shows like The Wire. Um, I mean, obviously, Sopranos. That's probably my two. Shit, I got Master of None is my three. Oh, you know what I'm Master of None? Aziz Ansari? Amazing. There's a lot of shows that like I genuinely appreciate. But that high? I'm, I use a different metric than whatever the hell y'all are doing on the screen right now. <laughs> my metric is solely what is, this, what is the focus of this show and how do you tell that story? I'm not basing it on nothing else, no other story. I've heard somebody tell a story that was way more epic and heard somebody tell a story that's not as epic, and that's the 10 times better story because you told a better story. And that's what Secession did. They told the best story possible from beginning to end that I've ever seen. And then the fact they cut it short to prevent what you were saying, Dante, to like, oh, they're just sticking to the formula or whatever. Like, I'm not saying you're shitting on the show for that reason. You just put mm-hmm. it in your top five. But like the to avoid people saying like, oh, they just had a formula. They it's going to be up, and then it's going to like, oh, are they going to figure it out? Then they're going to crash. And you don't know who it's going to be, but it's, you know what I'm saying? It's they, To avoid that, if they did it a fifth season, I guarantee you by that, that fifth season would have got shit on like never before. So I like the fact that even more of how it ended, and that's what even makes me want to say that it's at the top shelf, is the GOAT show, because 
they had the presence of mind. They're like, yo, most people didn't start rocking with this show until halfway through season two. Um, but we're going to just go ahead and drop it to season four rather than drag this shit out for seven, uh, seven seasons. And you know what I'm saying? Take this to 2030 where we got to start casting Shiv children. You feel me? Uh, so, <laughs> man, like, that's like that's one of the great thing about the show, man. Like they knew when to end because like they could keep going for like like you said seven, eight, nine seasons and be fucking billions, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like, just be like a watered down like version of Succession. Mm-hmm. Like, had to come back. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Game of Thrones had to come back. All these shows had a, had a lull where they had some time in between them, whether it be production or whatever the case may be. But this wasn't a show. As fast-paced as it was, this wasn't a show where we could have that happen. Too much, with, it would throw the story off. So I appreciate the fact that, like, like you said, like they knew when to cut it off, and that adds to the lore of the show in my in my eyes. So, um... We, hey, we, yeah. might, have to, we might have to... Top five, respect. As long as it's there, Mike, you're nuts. Like, I don't know. Which is on. We might have to bring some some top fives to the pod, you know? You know, just a, a little reshuffle, because I'm hearing some different answers. I thought niggas was on similar niggas pages. niggas had a consensus, yeah. Niggas was on similar pages, but... Master of None as top five is wild to me. I've li- I liked that, so I enjoyed it. I don't think it's anywhere near my top five. Close to my top five. Your comfort show, like, I'm going to just rewatch this. As like- a comfort show, okay. But damn, nigga, top five? That's a top five show all time? It's <laughs> <laughs> my top show- five favorites, for is sure. A sh- is a show that you gonna put on when you fucking snacking? Come on, bro. <laughs> no, 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 that's an excellent show. I do love that show, but yeah, I, hey, I, is... I literally enjoy the show. But top five is wild. <laughs> lonely nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, there you have it. Great way to wrap it up. There you fucking have it. Hey, man. Um, Thank you for listening, man. It's been a hell of a season, man. Damn, I love this show. I love talking about this show with you guys. Um, Are we going to do this Ted Lasso pod? Yes, sir. All right, we got a Ted Lasso pod coming, you know. Another show that wrapped it up. Another show that wrapped it up. I'm glad it's over because I can go ahead and get my binge on. I haven't started it yet, so I'm going to go and get a a quick rewatch. Burn through that, and yeah, we can go ahead and get this lasso pot going because they started to lose me towards the end of two, and I've heard some mixed views on three, even from from folks not even on this pod. So let's just say I'm, I'm interested to give it a genuine bird's eye view, um, being that like I said, it's been a while since I've, I've last watched. So rewatching and be able to burn through season three should uh should be interesting. Yeah, we I feel go. like it's got it's got a different feel binging it versus like sitting week to week and kind of getting the sit on an episode and be like, the fuck was they talking y'all about? y'all care about it more than I, I do. Y'all <laughs> can do the week to week. I'm just going and burn through the joint. Yeah, that's real. But so, yeah, man, we got we got a, a interesting pod on the finale of Ted Lasso, a little exit survey coming to you sooner than soon. Um, but until then, man, it's, it's been a pleasure talking about Succession with you fellas, man. Um, keep it locked to man underscore gossip on social media for um, – more content. You know, we got some cool stuff coming y'all's way. Um, and yeah, man, signing off. It's KP. As always, Mikey Dimes. D-Wild. 
Scotty Two Rare. We'll see y'all uh, next week ish. Peace. Next, next time. Peace. <laughs>